This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon. This is Front Row on The Bigger Picture and I'm Sharmila Ganesan. So self-care has become a bit of a buzzword these days, but it really can mean different things to different people. For dancer January Lau, the idea of self-care is um, really tied up with being both a mother and an artist. And this is exactly what her upcoming mixed media production is about. The show, which is called Reclaim, is on the 6th and 7th of December. And January is here with me today to tell us more. Thank you for joining me, January. Thank you for having me. So I know I introduced you as a dancer, but interestingly enough, this is the very first time that you're going to do a production that is not dance primarily. Well, yes, not dance primarily in the sense that, um, well, dance for me, my my background is in traditional classical um, Odyssey, which is um, an Indian classical dance style. And I've been... Um, I've been learning and practicing it for the past 26 years. Right, yeah. And it is really what a lot of us know you for. Absolutely. But I think I've come to a stage where I feel that the practice um, is sort of um, intimidating me a little bit because I have uh, lost the luxury of time. Mm -hmm. Um, As as you know, I'm a mother of... uh, mother two three children and they're still under the age of 10 so they they still need require a lot of attention and a lot of care and I think um, I used to sort of guilt trip myself um, every time I'm not in the studio practicing and it is a form that heavily relies on practice mm-hmm. daily practice which I I, I can afford uh, you know 15 20 minutes sometimes 30 minutes of my time but just the mental stress and the mental load of it, you know, at the back of my mind, if I miss a session. And um, yeah, I I, I kind of also felt that um, there were just so many rules, you know, so many rules with um, what I needed to wear, um, you know, the amount of makeup that I needed to put on, you know, the the preparation itself takes about 45 minutes to an hour to Mm. put everything on and the the costume um you know I I wasn't I I didn't feel free you know like physically and the last work I did in 2017 that was dedicated and that was um also it it was a very traditional um work Mm -hmm. also actually the first production that I produced I paid for um, because, you know, if we don't create our own opportunities, we don't get any. Um, and it took a lot out of me uh, financially, um, physically, emotionally. And I think Reclaim is actually a product of coming out from that and sort of uh, moving forward. Um, I, I believe that artists need to grow. And and perhaps because I, I have been doing Odyssey for, for such a long time, I think the only way that I can move forward and grow with Odyssey and evolve with it is to create uh, something that is perhaps the least Odyssey I can think of, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you're calling it a mixed media production. Yes. Um, what exactly is it? So um, I would say mixed media because I... So the Odyssey form relies heavily on music that has to be composed by uh, traditional Odyssey musicians. Um, the the dance works, uh, the dance items themselves also needs to be uh, created and composed by a, um, a guru, uh, an Odyssey guru, which which requires a lot of 
uh, money, <laughs> uh, time, and space. It requires yeah. me to either fly to India or uh, fly them in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I I really don't have that luxury uh, anymore. And and I I commissioned the three works for dedicated. So I thought, how can I do this at home? How can I create a DIY show? So um, I started off with actually not dancing at all, putting dance aside, um, but going to the gym, going to going for yoga, really like caring for the body, preparing the body so that I could just strengthen my mind. Um, and I started cooking, mindful cooking, and I started sharing lots of Insta stories of myself cooking. And I received so much... Um, feedback from this from moms because I think it's such a chore when you have to cook every day for your family (laughs) and um, half the time you know we're just looking for new recipes and new things to cook right Um, and and yeah and then like I sort of thought okay these stories are quite interesting because they're insta stories they're not actual like videos and you know it's not like a cooking show and then I started thinking about the invisible labor that surrounds a household Mm -hmm. Um, so I, st- um, I thought of projecting these videos um, onto my own body. Uh, so that was like that was already uh, crossing over and doing something different. Uh, in terms of music, uh, I tried I tried working with with tracks that have already been made by by musicians, by other artists, and I, I still felt that the music influenced the way I moved. So I thought, Let's try and not use any music. Mm-hmm. But then the silence was a little too jarring. So then I thought, okay, what sounds does my body make while I'm doing Odyssey? So the Odyssey is still there. You know, it's there, but it's you don't see it uh, because I, I also feel that it's, it's deeply rooted in mm, my body as sure. well. So I, I started recording sounds of my breath, uh, breathing. Um, you know, when when I'm doing like really slow Odyssey movements, because the movements are so fluid and so slow, but there are also impulses of, you know, the breath. So, you know, like things like, you know, and, and I, yeah, I recorded these, these, these sounds. Uh, I recorded my feet slapping on the floor mm-hmm. and, and, you know, and, and yeah, things like that. Um, so, yeah, that is why I call it a mixed media performance, because there is still a, a, a certain amount of, I wouldn't say dancing now, but it's more like moving, um, how my body sort of uses the technique of Odyssey um, and how I'm sort of evolving, I, I would say. Yes. Is it daunting to be on stage to do something oh. that is not <laughs> what people will expect from you? Yes, it is. I, I have, I have uh, realized that I sort of actively look for the scariest things and the scariest experiences. <laughs> you know, like I think sitting on a roller coaster is not really as scary as putting yourself on, on the stage, number one. And number two, doing something that people least expect you to do. I think, um, you know, it is, it is very comfortable for me to rely heavily on, on a, a, a style that I know would sort of work and um, to give sort of the audience a very, I I would also say a passive experience. You know, I have been an audience member for a very long time, especially when dance was not an active part of my life. And I would always appreciate performances where uh, the performer themselves sort of forces you to do a little bit of work, a little bit of thinking, Mm -hmm. a little bit of, you know, something. So it's not um, exactly just a passive experience. performance and a passive exchange because that's the only way I feel we can grow and I think the thinking aspect 
interests and excites me a lot mm. uh, right now at this stage of my life. Um, so yeah, it is it is <laughs> incredibly daunting. Yes, I am. I'm you know I'm full of rashes on my face and I'm really stressed <laughs> out. But I think I think this is the only way to grow. And I think growing and um, failing. Uh, you know, I think that the lessons that are learned from that are so much more valuable uh, to me and lessons for my children as well, because I keep telling them you have to fail. You have to make mistakes in order for you to learn. You know, if mm. we don't make mistakes and if we are so scared of making mistakes, we never grow. So yes. I was very interested um, when I heard about the show initially that the, one of the first things that you talk about is self-care, yes. um, because that's not something that you often hear within the context of being a performer or being an artist. And uh, being a mother. And being, well, yes, all of, all of yes. whom I think it's very important to think about self-care, yes. right? Yes. Um, how, did, how does that play into the performance? So self-care for me, I mean, I never, ever thought about self-care until I, I actually became a mom. And the self-care sort of um, has evolved for me. It started off with really like short trips to the supermarket, you know, um, losing myself in, 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 in the aisles and looking at produce and vegetables. And, you know, that for me was also a form of self-care because it just it, it, it involved silence. It involved me actively going out of the house. And then it moved on into like getting manicures, pedicures. I think these are all like, but I feel they're short-term self-care um, solutions, um, which then ultimately be didn't become enough for me. And then after Dedicated, I actually made a trip to Delhi and I spent about 10 days just learning the basics learning the basics of Odyssey, really. Mm. You know, just like Choka, 1 to 10, Tribangi, 1 to 10. And then I started doing this every day. Uh, 15 minutes, 15 minutes. And that became an incredible form of self-care for me because I... I was, of course, in a lot of pain from from doing, <laughs> from learning and relearning these techniques. But at the same time, um, my mind was resting and um, I was in a different space. Um, that then evolved into me uh, being involved in a production last year for uh, the opening of Festival Tokyo. And then, like, then suddenly, like, the time and space with my children grew and grew and then it forced all of us to sort of grow a little bit and sort of become a little bit more independent. Mm -hmm. My children are very young, mm -hmm. but all these lessons were very important for them and for me because uh, I was working with um, Thai choreographer Pichet Klanchen and he told me, he's a father himself, and he said that um, when, you, when your children are ready... Um, to give you that space for you to dance when what they're 16, 18, 21, I don't know, that your time, that would have been like 20 years mm. of your dormant time, you know, so there is no time like the present sort of thing. So that work also in, uh, revolved a lot about migration, um, immigration, mixed ethnicities, living in a space where, where um, you've never lived in before. And I, I got home and I started questioning my identity, myself, my culture, my traditions. Um, it was also apt because I just moved back from living in Jakarta for two years mm. and I never, ever questioned my nationality. <laughs> I never questioned the language, the food that I ate, the food that I cooked at home. And, and, I, and I asked myself all these things and suddenly I sort of just turned the tables around and I thought, how about I just bring the art into my life and find art in everything that I do? Um, how do I raise my children with art? 
um, so that I'm not just actively sending sending them out for like dance classes and music classes, but how do we like think as I don't know, like air quote artists, you know, how do we how do we solve problems? How do I, you know, create all these like arts and crafts and their costumes from whatever we have? Um, so, yeah, I think it became like a really like wholesome, holistic um, experience for me. And, I, and then that is where I sort of found like inspiration and material to create reclaim, mm. um, you know, and then and then that that whole term self-care. Oh, self-care is actually a discipline in itself, you know, because it started off in January, this process of reclaiming my time and my space and just, you know. Um, and now we're we're at the end of the year and sudden and this work sort of presented itself to me. I don't like forcing forcing works to happen. Um, in fact, I didn't even know this was a work to begin with. Um, but... Yeah, here we are. <laughs> so is it fair to say that in some ways for you, a lot of this this process of self-care has also been about learning to learning to kind of accept the space that you have in your life for your art and vice versa, the space that art can give you? Absolutely. I um yeah, accept Except also has like, for me, has also like negative connotations, mm. like I'm settling. Mm-hmm. I don't think, um, I, I wouldn't say that I am settling and accepting. I would say that I am sort of... Uh, reclaiming. Reclaiming. Yeah. I, I would say reclaiming and reclaiming also my relationship with the dance, you know. The traditional and classical form, the the mentality is to put art on a pedestal. Um, you know, we always hear things like art is bigger than life. Um, the art will leave you. Um, you know, you have to to pay homage to it. You have to respect it. You know, uh, there is no space for life. There is no space for being a mother. There is no space of being a wife. You know, because you have to dedicate yourself to this, to this thing that is bigger than you. And that was not working for me anymore. In fact, that sort of um, made me so intimidated and so afraid of this thing that 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 seemed unreachable, and um, it did not create a very good relationship with me, and 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 it 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 was not good for my mental health, um, and I could not also be fully present with my children for my children with for my for my household because at the back of or deep inside of me I would I was always. Uh, it would always seem as if I was not giving the art the, the its full due respect, mm. you know. So it it's taken it's taken quite a long time to really like relook at my practice, um, you know, not sort of look at it f- like from or put it there. I I sort of had to like actively take it from the pedestal, bring it down, give it a little hug, and say, <laughs> you know what, let's be friends. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure I I respect you, and I think the love and the passion is there. But I think we really need to relook our relationship. You know, I said I can I can I can dedicate my entire life to you, but this needs to work both ways. Like like exactly you said, mm. you know. And I think that for me, like creating a positive, wholesome, sustainable relationship with the art form um, would I think would give me um, I don't know so much. So much more, um, you know, because I think we're so used to also having like artists who rely on their trauma, uh, you know, all these like hurt artists and, you know, like, oh, my life and, and you know, like 
you know, like, yeah, we're, we're always associating with trauma. And I think times have changed a lot. Um, you know, I think we're, we all have all these, like, um, uh, tools to use, um, you know, and actively work on ourselves so that our, work, our art form does not necessarily always have to be associated with trauma mm. and despair. and You know what I mean? <laughs> well, no, I, I find it interesting that you use the word sustainable, actually, because it, it implies that it should, it should not just take from you. Absolutely. Um, is, Absolutely. And, and was there a point where it started feeling that way for oh, you? Oh, yes. I think, I think most, of my, most of my experience with dance has taken away from me. Mm. Um, ten years ago when I left um, the, the dance school I was in, I, f- I left and I found myself completely empty because it was just giving. You're just giving so much. You're giving so much to the audience. You're giving so much to to expectations of you, you know, and I think, I look at myself, I'm a Southeast Asian woman, I'm a, I'm, I've been the exemplary daughter, the exemplary student, uh, you know, I was head prefect in school, there are all these, like, all these labels and, and expectations of me that not necessarily I put on myself, but because society has sort of put on me, and also having danced for so many years, grown up on stage, even like the community themselves feel that there is this expectation of me to sort of open a dance school, to <laughs> teach, you know, and I'm like, I, 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 I can't. I cannot commit to the responsibility of, of, of nurturing the next generation of, of dancers when I myself don't even know where this dance form is taking me yet. Mm. So I'm, I'm trying to find myself, you know, and, and also trying to be responsible to the art form. Um, you know, and, and responsible to myself uh, first. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, yes, with sustainability, I think, um, you know, this, this, I don't want the dance form to die. Mm-hmm. I don't want the tradition to die, you know, but, but a lot of things and a lot of ways we sort of approach it needs to change. Mm. And you don't want it to, to sort of die for you either, right? Absolutely. Like you want to be able to keep Absolutely. doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I, and yeah, and, and I think the only way to, to grow and to move forward is to really relook at how I approach it as well. Because my life is very different, you know. I am not... Um, that's what. That's why I don't also label myself as a professional dancer slash choreographer slash artist <laughs> and, and all these things because I, I, I don't know. I'm just... I'm just uh, I, I, okay. I'm not just a mom, but do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's it's so hard to 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 sort of because you I'm so multifaceted and my identities has changed and evolved as well. I'm not just a dancer. I'm not just a mom, you know. So it's just finding all these things and just saying, okay, this is who I am now, and I am really I haven't settled. I haven't you know put anything on the shelves. I haven't compromised anything. I'm just trying to find my way um, as well. Well, thank you so much, January, for, for sharing that. It it sounds like it's, well, it sounds like it's going to be a very interesting show. I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been speaking with, uh, I was going to say dancer, but I think I will say artist, mother and performer, yes. January Lowe, about her mixed media production called Reclaim, which looks at the inner world of an artist mother. It's happening on the 6th and 7th of December at Kota at Five Arts Centre and entry is by a minimum donation of 38 ringgit. For more information, you can look up Reclaim on Facebook. If you've missed any part of this interview or any previous Front Row segments, you can download the podcasts on bfm.my, on our BFM app or on Spotify. You've been listening to Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9.
Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.